We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. We're not taking sides, we're taking over. Yeah. I am unconditionally loved by God and at harvest. I come to God as I am, but I won't stay as I am because the life-giving message I'll receive will make me more like the great I am. I'm on 10 and I win in Jesus' name. That's a good, that's a good faith confession. Touch your neighbor and say, that's a good faith confession. Hallelujah. Remain standing on your feet and I want you to go to Psalm 144 and 1. Psalm 144 and 1. Praise the Lord. Touch your neighbor and say, I am on 10. Say the best of the best. Say, I'm also in my banner year. Say, that, that means my best year yet. Psalm 144 and 1. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war. All right. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for what? War. Okay. Touch your neighbor and say, I know your problem. You want victory. Without war. I know what your issue is. You want to be a conqueror without any calamity. It says, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for what? War. And my fingers for battle. Why, why do my fingers tra- uh, train for battle? Because there are many battles in the war. Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you need to understand that as you're evolving in your love of God, other people, and yourself, there will be love and war. Say, but we win in both of them. If there's some victorious folk in the house, I just need you to take a minute. No, I said I just need the victorious folk to just take a minute and give God a shout. 
Father, customize this word. Speak to us, your people, tonight that we will move and walk in what you've ordained. As we're evolving, we thank you that that evolution causes us uh, to experience warfare sometimes. But we thank you, even in that warfare, it is a warfare that we win. So we thank you that we won't give up on our evolution. We won't give up on our expansion. We won't give up on our increase. Because for this reason, were we sent? We were sent not to just pay bills and die, but we were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. So tonight, I speak to the warrior and everybody under the sound of my voice. I speak to the gladiator and everybody under the sound of my voice. And I tell you, you have been training for this. Now it's time to win. Give them a shout if you believe it. High five two or three people as you take your seat. Say love and war, love and war, love and war. You can be seated. We, we began this year with one resolution, and that was to resolve to evolve because nothing this year would be better unless we are. And I've announced to you and been saying to you, it's evolution time. Say it's evolution time. It's evolution time in your life, which means it's time to advance, time to grow, time to rise up, time to progress, to expand, to unfold, to transform, and go through the process of continuous change from a lesser state to a greater state. And in this series, 50 Shades of What, we've endeavored to evolve our love by examining how we've loved in the past, learn from it, then love better. Somebody say love, learn, love better. Now, in this evolution process that you are in, and you need to know that, that is the reason why you're starting to get, watch this, sick and tired of things that you used to be okay with. It is the reason why you're getting frustrated with things you used to be able to tolerate. Watch this. It's the reason why you're getting sick of certain people that you used to be able to tolerate. It is the reason why you're getting sick of certain activities that certain folk do. You used to be able to tolerate. There was a day where you sit back and say, it don't matter to me. But now as you evolve and you're saying, ain't nobody got time for that because I don't have time to waste my minutes and waste my days and waste my weeks and waste my months. If you ain't going with me, baby, I'm a bus. And if you either get on or you can get run over by me, touch your neighbor and say, you're evolving. Now, in that evolution process, things don't always seem clear. Things aren't always black or white or even gray. It can seem like what, especially when it comes to how we love. But I've been saying to you in this series, love is super important because John 13, 34 through 35 says that what proves we're Christians is how we love one another. Not how many scriptures we know, although we should know scripture. Not how much we pray, although she would pray. Not how much we worship, although we should worship. Jesus says love is everything. Somebody say it's everything. Now, in Matthew 24, 10, Jesus says that as time progresses, people would be offended easily. They betray one another and hate one another, and that love would begin to grow cold. And all throughout this series, I've been quoting this from Matthew 24, 10, because it's the reality of where we are. People get offended easily. I can't stand people that say they whipped me on Sunday, and by Monday, they've been offended by something I didn't even know I did. Aren't you sick of folk being offended by stuff? They won't even tell you what you did. They won't even tell you what you said. They just stop returning your calls. They just stop texting you. I'm not saying nothing. Uh, they just unfriend you and block you and unlike you. Well, I don't know about you, but I can't do that type of friendship. I don't do relationship like that. Baby, I'm coming from another car. It is the cough of loyalty. Y'all not saying nothing. But Jesus said people would be offended easily. They'd betray one another and they'd even hate one another and love would grow cold. And the message translation of those same scriptures says that people's love would be a heap of ashes, meaning it'd be burned down from disappointing and hurtful experiences from the past. And if the truth be told, uh, all, of us, all of us have experienced that. Has anybody ever been disappointed by somebody? Anybody ever been hurt by somebody? Uh-huh. Here's the truth you need to know. You've disappointed some people and you've hurt some people. 
which means before you watch this, because a series like this makes it easy for us to point fingers at what other people did to us. But you need to catch the meat of this series. You should be pointing the finger back at yourself. Listen, only lame people blame people for why things are the way they are in their life. And your neighbor ain't lame. Your neighbor ain't chump change. Your neighbor ain't some. Tell your neighbor, say, only the lame blame. Only the lame. Yeah, only lame people blame people. No, this series should be making you take responsibility for how you've loved in the past so you can love better going forward. You can't do nothing about 88. You can't do nothing about 98. You can't do nothing about 08. Baby, you can't do nothing about eight minutes ago. But what you can do something about is about what's getting ready to happen in your life. And I think there are some people that say, I'm expecting a banner year, Bishop. I'm expecting banner finances, banner relationships, but every area of my life banner which means the best of the best it means it's marked by significant achievement and accomplishment somebody holler I'm in my banner year now here's the reality truth be told often our love issues don't come from how or who we love but how we love who we love and here's what you need to know watch this here's the message love and war normally show up together I said love and war normally show up together touch your neighbor and say love and war normally show up together all right, Bishop, how do you know that? Galatians 5, 6, it says, For in Jesus Christ there is neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision. Now, here specifically, circumcision refers to Jews. Uncircumcision refers to non-Jews. He says it avails nothing. Watch this last part. But faith working through love. Old King James says faith works by love. Uh, working there is this Greek word energeo, which means it is what powers faith, which means watch this. Whenever I need to use faith, watch what's going to be challenged, my love. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. This is the reason you've been having so many issues with people and issues with yourself and issues with God. Because as you're evolving, your faith is needing to increase. But the only way your faith is powered is by your love, which means then now if you mess with my love, you can stop my faith. If you mess up my love for God, you can stop my faith. If you mess up my love for people, you can stop my faith. If you mess up my love for me, you can stop my faith. And I don't think there's some people in this place tonight that say, no, I ain't got time for my faith not to be working. See, love is the gas that powers the car of faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Which means whenever you need to use faith, you need to now understand there's always going to be war as it relates to love. Let me see if I can say it another way. Whenever you are in war, expect your love to be challenged. Y'all not talking to me tonight. It says, for in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but faith uh, which works by love. Romans 8, 38 through 39, watch this. It says, for I am persuaded that death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Check this out. Uh, he says, I'm persuaded they won't be able to separate us from love, but please understand, they're going to try. You're not hearing what I'm saying. And, and, and why is that important to know? Because if my faith is powered by love, if you mess up love, you now have destroyed faith. And the book says that we walk by faith, not by sight, but I walk by sight if I don't have love because my love uh, powers my faith. Y'all not really saying nothing, and I'm not understanding why you're not saying nothing. Why, 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 why
Now, there was a series we did a while back uh, called Emojis. And I taught you in that series, Emojis, that we are not our emotions because we are a spirit uh, with a soul. That's our conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And we live in a physical body. Our emotions are our response to change or losing control. Here it is. But you are not your emotions. We also learned in that series we don't have to be controlled by emotions. We can choose them, which brings us to this message. Watch this, because whenever you're in spiritual warfare, your love is now going to be tested. It is going to be challenged. And it's very peculiar because you would think these two things have nothing to do with one another, but they have everything to do with one another. Let me make sure you get the point. Faith works by love or works through love, which means if I don't have love, then I can't walk by faith. If I can't walk by faith, then I can't please God because faith takes the invisible and makes it visible. Faith goes into the realm I cannot see and brings it into the realm I can see, which means the reason you don't have breakthrough is because your love is whack. But tonight, you ought to high five your neighbor and say, I'm going to get that right tonight. High five somebody else and say, I'm going to get that right tonight. See, you thought you needed to pray more. No, you got a love issue. You think you needed to shout more. You got a love issue. But tonight. Well, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? You still here? Are you still here? So why am I talking about emotions? Because love is a decision, not an emotion. But love produces emotions. Watch this. So if love produces emotions, then when you are in spiritual warfare, no wonder why you're so emotional. Because your love now, your love now powers your faith. So since love is an emotion, but it is not an emotion, but it produces emotions, that means, watch this, the enemy needs you to be so emotionally up and down, left, right, 50 shades of what? He needs you to be, watch this, tied up, tangled up in your emotions. So now you can't get anything done because when you should have been fighting, you were sitting at home crying. When you should have been, y'all not saying that. When, when you should have been fighting, you were saying, why they treat me like that? When you should have been fighting, you had tears running down your face. But tonight, touch your neighbor, say that ends. So say love and war. Say it like you're talking to me, like you're from the South. Say love and war. So, 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 I'm going to make sure you get the point. So then my love powers my faith. My love isn't an emotion, but it produces emotions. So if I get stuck in my emotions, my love won't work. My love won't work. So my faith can't work. Which is why you pray and you feel like, I just don't think God is listening. <laughs> or, or, you'll, or you'll pray and you say, I just don't know. I just don't know why I'm going through this. I just don't know why I'm dealing with this. I just don't know what, what's going on with this. I just don't know what's going on with that. It's because, watch this, your emotions got you all kind of sideways so that your faith won't work. Yeah, notice how when you're mad, you don't want to pray? Because watch this, because then the enemy says, if I can keep you wrapped up, tied up, I'm feeling some type of way. If I can keep you emotional, your love doesn't work. And if your love doesn't work, your faith doesn't work. When we talk about love God, love people, love life, you got these three dimensions, right? So then if God can, if the enemy can cause a schism between you and God, your faith doesn't work. Watch this. If he can cause a schism between you and people. That's why you do not have time to hold grudges. That's why you do not have time to be bitter. That's why you got to look at people and say, you got to look at them like Judas. Do what you do and do it quickly. Why did Judas betray Jesus with a kiss? To get him in his emotions. Y'all not saying nothing. 
See, he figured if I kissed him and gave him a sign of love, then it would get him in his emotions so he would not be able to properly war as he was on his way to Calvary. Are you here? I wish I could preach like I want to. So, 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 so. But then watch this. If there's an issue with you, love your neighbor as yourself. If you got an issue with you, then your faith won't work. That's why it's so difficult for you to worship. That's why they say lift your hands. You're like, I ain't lifting my hands right now. I'm just feeling some type of way. That's why it's time to command your week. I ain't, gonna do, I ain't doing it on Sunday night. I'm going to do it some other day. Uh, why? Because you're caught up in your emotions because the enemy knows your faith works by love. Your faith works through your love. Your faith is energized by love. So if I mess up your love, I got your faith. 50 Shades uh, what? I got a question. These folk you've been crying about, are they worth your faith? Okay. These family members you've been stressed out about, these relatives you've been tripping about, these uh, are they worth your faith not working? Touch your neighbor and say, I don't think so. So then watch this. Warfare, spiritual warfare is a faith fight. It's a faith fight. First Timothy 6, 12. I don't know how far I get. Y'all got to go with me. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of the eternal life, whereunto you are also called and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. Say, it's a good fight. Say, but it's a faith fight. So now check it out. If my love is messed up, what has no power? My faith. Okay? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. What does faith do? It takes the invisible, makes it visible. Everybody got that? That's a simple, simple definition. There's more to it. I told on go to the bookstore and get you some more messages about it. Now, watch this. I, I want to you to go to Matthew chapter 14. I need you to see this. I need you to go with Matthew 14. Say love and war. Love war. Talk to me Wednesday night. Say love and war. Love Matthew 14, and I want you to get down to verse number 22. Watch this. It says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get in the boat and go uh, before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. In fact, I think, uh, I didn't even intend to do this, but I think our guest, Bishop Bright, was just here this weekend. Verse 23, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain to pray uh, by himself. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Say, the wind was contrary. contrary. Say, 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 it was contrary. contrary. Say, it was against them. Say, say, warfare. Verse 25, now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when his disciples saw him uh, walking on the sea, they were troubled. Notice they weren't troubled because of the war. They were troubled when they saw Jesus. Which means, watch this, oftentimes, when, watch this, you don't realize that what you've been dealing with is preparing you for what you prayed for. You missed it. When Jesus showed up, that's when they were troubled. You missed it. When they got what they needed, that's when they were scared. Y'all not hearing me. Isn't it amazing that you can sometimes have an emotion that makes no sense at the wrong time? Because what you asked for was help. Then you get help. Then you're scared of the help that you get. You ask for loyal people. Then the loyal people show up. And now you're scared of the loyalty of the people when they show up because you're so used to disloyal people. It's amazing. They were troubled by getting what they prayed for. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this now? Uh, saying, it is a ghost. And immediately they cried out for fear. Fear there is the Greek word phobio, where we get our word phobia. Verse 27, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. In other words, what, 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 he says, change your emotions. Your emotions are going to make you miss your moment. 
Why? Because you're going to need faith to do this next thing. And if you're in your emotions, your love won't work. And if your love won't work, your faith has no power. What's this now? Verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Notice, Peter just said, if it's you, bid me come. He didn't say, bid me come to walk on the water, which meant Peter's expectation was that, watch this, he was probably going to swim on the water. He just knew that, who wanted to know that who he was swimming to was going to be Jesus. Which meant, watch this, when God answered his prayer, he's the God of Ephesians 3.20 that does exceedingly, abundantly. He never asked to walk on the water. He just said, if it's you, tell me to come. But since he had never walked on water, he had no paradigm on what walking on water looked like. So I'm certain his expectation was to get across to Jesus the way that he had always gotten across to Jesus, the way that he had always uh, transported himself through water, which watch this, either the boat was to move to him or he was to jump off the boat and get in the water and swim. You're still here. Watch this now. Verse 29. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the water, he walked in the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, uh he was afraid. Say, emotions. Say again, say emotions. Uh, he, uh, beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, you read it. Now, 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 notice, he began to sink. He began to sink in what he was once walking on. Missing it. He began to sink in what he was once walking on. You ever notice how some areas of your life you start out good? And then all of a sudden you're like, what happened? I got inconsistent. I, 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 I stopped doing what I said I was going to do. I, what, what happened? It, watch this. It's because your emotions now have messed up your love, which is now taking the power away from your faith. Y'all not talking to me. Verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? What did he say? Oh, you of little faith. Well, how does faith work? By love. So what happened to Peter on the water? He started doubting God's love for him. So now his faith didn't have no power because faith works by love. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Can I ask you a question? If God got you through last year, if he got you through last month, if he got you through last week, the same God back then is the same God right now. Verse. He said to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So now we see he had little faith. But now we know that faith is powered by love. So now we know that when Peter got in his emotions, Peter stepped out of love, which meant his faith had no power. Which meant Peter's real issue wasn't the win. Peter's issue was his emotions about it. Your problem ain't your problem. Your problem is you're too emotional about your problem. Church and neighbor say, your problem is not your problem. Your issue is not your issue. Your issue is that you are too emotional about your issue. You sitting up over here uh, wasting gas driving around the city because you're so emotional. You sitting up, you should be taking action, getting stuff done. You sitting staying at your computer screen talking about, I'm just so stressed, I'm just so dead. You better learn how to understand that whenever there's war, there's going to be some issues with your love. But whenever there's love and war, it's a sign you're about to use your faith. And whenever you're about to use your faith, that means you're getting ready to be upgraded. That means you're getting ready to evolve. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm evolving. So watch this. 
spiritual warfare then. I says, y'all still here? He said, uh, verse 32, and when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him, saying, truly you are the son of God. When they had crossed over, they were then at the land of uh, Gennesaret. Now, I don't have time to go into more detail. Say spiritual warfare. When life-giving words are released and declared over your life, warfare begins. And the warfare now is about the word release. Jesus said, come. Watch this. That's why I'll know that I'm talking to you because you'll get up and turn around one time. And some of you might say, well, why y'all get up and do that? It's because, watch this, sometimes you need to see yourself interrupting. So, so don't you ever let nobody sit next to you. Well, why are they standing up and turning around? Because that's what I'm prophesying through my life. It's called a prophetic gesture. Which means, which means, watch this. You may not understand it, but watch this. You'll see me in my turnaround. You might think I'm crazy, but when I'm in my turnaround, how you like me now? You understand? Know Back then, they didn't want me, but when I turned around, they all up on me. How you? Let me prove it to you. Watch this. The warfare is about the word release. Jesus said, What to Peter? Come. That's why when you seem to pray the best, some of the worst manifests in your life. Okay, only four people? Okay, only five people? Really? Okay, all right, all right. Y'all gonna do that to me. Have you ever noticed after one of your best prayer moments, you wake up and think, this is gonna be the day. And that is a day from hell? No witnesses, okay. H- have you ever woke up the morning and said, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm gonna rejoice. And you wake up, you be walking around. I'm gonna rule, reign, conquer, and subdue. And the whole rest of that day seems like Rosemary's baby, uh, Hellraiser, and Freddy Krueger put together. Because when you declared that word over your life, when that prayer released something into your life, warfare was released to try to combat it. Jesus told them originally, go to the other side. So where the winds show up when they're in the middle of getting to the other side, which means the warfare means you're closer than you think you are. But then when Jesus told Peter, he told them to come as Peter is walking. The Bible says he began to pay attention. He got emotional. So when he got emotional, he stopped getting or he got out of love. When he got out of love, his faith stopped working. But it was all about the word that was released because Jesus said, come. You've been saying this is my banner year. Which means, which means, watch this, the warfare that's released has to get you to get emotional. So here's what you do. I'm just going to stop rowing. I'm just going to stop pushing. It's not working anyhow. I touch your neighbor and say, that's a mess. Say, that's not who you are. Say, you're a gladiator. Now, now watch this. In the middle of Peter, Peter's situation, he got emotional and he turned into a schizophrenic for a while, if you don't mind. Uh, and when you can't handle, watch this, your emotions well, watch this, you'll end up driving off of the road because you're swatting at flies. Uh, schizophrenia, watch this. I want to give you a spiritual principle. I'm not intending to diagnose or treat any illness thereof. Watch this. I am a doctor, but no good type. Watch this. Uh, watch this. Uh, I need you to get this. Uh, schizophrenia is a disorder characterized by abnormalities in your perception of reality. Touch your neighbor and say, this is about to help us. It yields increased dopamine, which is the catecholamine neurotransmitter, uh, which is activated in response to stress. Watch this. Spiritual welfare wants to wear you out, and it's often not the war that's the issue. It's your emotions about the war that's the issue. Remember, love is a decision that produces emotions, but love is not an emotion. So when you get into your emotions, you often now are stepping out of love. When you step out of love, what no longer has power? Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So no wonder you don't see breakthrough because your faith has no gas. You're stuck on the side of 225 and AAA ain't on the way. Are you still here, church? 
Now, I need you to get this. That's the reason why the moment you start praying for something, people start chipping with you. Have you noticed this? I said, I don't know what y'all doing. Have you noticed this? All right, that's why the moment you, you started believing God for something, stuff started going crazy. Y'all not saying nothing. Uh, the moment you started getting serious about commanding your day, stuff started like, whoa, what in the world? Now, now, now watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, uh, in this uh, schizophrenia, and Peter had what I would call spiritual schizophrenia. Now, uh, when, these, when I give you these uh, traits of this, I want you to look at it because when you, when you have spiritual schizophrenia, watch this, nothing is really as it is. Your perception is now jaded. Y'all like my, my paint has been building over the weeks. Now, here's what happens. Here's what they, you just got to get the messages over the series to figure out where, where we're at, why there's X's over the cross, okay? All right, now, here's what happens. When you have spiritual schizophrenia, y'all see that cross back there? Y'all see that X right there? So when you have spiritual schizophrenia, though, what's really there isn't seen. You, you missed it. What's really there isn't seen. This is why, says, when you get in your emotions, what's really going on, you're not really paying attention to. You blame your work. You blame your kids. You blame your spouse. You blame your cousin them. Because you can't see what's really there. Why? Because one of the uh, traits of schizophrenia in the natural is that commonly uh, uh, you have paranoid or bizarre delusions. This means you'll start to see yourself as a victim rather than a king and a priest. So this will cause you depression uh, because you think it's worse than it is. You'll think this is the end. I ain't never going to be able to bounce back from this. This is the worst storm I've ever dealt with. I'm never going to be able to combat this. Watch this. It also commonly manifests as auditory hallucinations. These are voices that make you start doubting what you knew you were sure about. If this is God, why isn't it easy? If God wanted me to do this, why is there so much drama? Notice that God had given an instruction, but it was still a storm. You're not hearing me. He was doing what God had just told him to do, and there was still a storm. Stop thinking. I don't know who perpetrated this gospel to Christians to make you think, well, if it's God's will, it's going to be easy, baby. They a lie, and they grandma name is too. Grandma name is a southern colloquialism. means their grandmother and them. Watch this. Uh, you also have significant social dysfunction. Important relationships get strained because you take out the brunt of your anger on them. So this also turns into long-term unemployment, poverty, homelessness. Homelessness. Now, literally, that's the natural signs of schizophrenia. That's natural signs. But we can also parallel some spiritual principles. Watch this. Touch your neighbor. Say, stay with Bishop. Uh, watch this. Uh, uh, also, studies uh, say that one's early environment is a leading cause of this disorder. Okay, stay with me, church. I'm going to help you turn this corner. Say, love and war. Peter's environment was 11 power-hungry, prideful men that wouldn't get out of the boat. They were all dealing with rejection issues. Watch this. So it creates now this schizophrenic type of behavior. Remember, one of, the, uh, one of the traits of it was auditory hallucinations. And when you look at the fact that the wind was boisterous, it suggests that the wind was talking. It didn't just say that the wind was blowing. It suggests that the wind was talking. My question is, how in the heck does wind talk unless you didn't stepped off into some spiritual schizophrenia? You're not good enough, good enough. 
You don't have what it takes. What it takes, 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 what it takes. You always mess up, mess up, mess up, mess up. You're gonna be just like yo, just like yo, just like yo, just like yo. Nothing ever works for you. Nothing ever works for you. Nothing ever works for you. How the heck did the wind talk? Are you here, church? Uh, uh, I says, uh, his environment, these men, they all had rejection issues. They, uh, Bishop, how did you know this? Because they were all found doing their father's trade. I've taught you this before. And in the Hebrew culture, when you were not good enough to apprentice a rabbi or to be mentored by a rabbi, they would say to you, go and do your father's trade. So everybody was found doing their father's trade, which means they were all rejected by the rabbinic system of Judaism. What does that mean? They were already told you're not good enough to do this, so go do what your daddy did because you'll never be greater than him. Which means their entire life now, that's why when Jesus showed up and said, come follow me, they dropped everything that they were doing and went to follow him. Why? Because when he said, come, take my yoke upon you, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Those are the words that the rabbis would have told them had they been good enough. So Jesus tells them what somebody else would never tell them. Because one moment of acceptance can now get rid of years of rejection. Y'all not saying that. One moment of you belong here can get rid of years of you don't fit. One moment of you're wanted can get rid of years of don't nobody want you. Y'all not talking to me. So watch this, watch this. You're still here. Now, 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 watch this, watch this. Uh, many prescription drugs in this natural schizophrenia, they worsen the symptoms. They worsen the symptoms. Watch this. I, I got a question. Because remember, we're using this natural thing to parallel a spiritual principle. What are you using to cope with your distractions? What are you using to cope with your war? Is it food? Premarital sex? We're going to get quiet right there. Somebody say love and war. Going back to an old flame. Here's the problem with old flame. Old flame means tired and played. It wasn't no flame. You ain't had nothing more than a little lighter. Is it partying? You don't even look right in the clubs. You don't even look right in those circles, social circles. Talking about, oh, we just going to go out and have some drinks. And you sitting there rocking, clapping, you know, talking about evolution time, evolution time. You don't even look right. You speaking in tongue, trying to do you know. <laughs> what is it? Because that's what's making it worse. You know what? Maybe it's you getting on the phone and complaining to people that don't have solutions. I just needed to vent. Well, at least vent to somebody that can give you some solutions. I just needed to get it out. No, the enemy needed you to say it so he'd know how to attack you. He doesn't know what you're thinking, so the only way he knows how to attack you is when you open your mouth and talk. It's quiet in here. I'm almost done. Tell your neighbor, say, Bishop, get ready to close. Now, now watch this. Many prescription drugs worsen the symptoms of natural schizophrenia. So when Peter was on that water, watch this, he got emotional, which pulled him out of love, which means his faith stopped working because he started acting like a spiritual schizophrenic. He knew Bible. He knew verse. He walked with God himself. And then for a moment there, he got a little schizophrenic and forgot who his God was. Just like your neighbor has dealt with over the last few months. They had a couple moments. Truth be told, they real spiritual tonight. But if your neighbor tells the truth, they had a couple moments where they didn't forgot. Where the honest folk at? They didn't went through a couple things over the last few months that they made them say, I'm not sure. I don't know. But I'm here to tell you, your God is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. He is the great I am. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning of the end. The end. No God like him. No God beside him. He is. 
Somebody holler love and war. So remember now, check the principle. Whenever there is warfare, it is designed to attack your love because what works by love? Faith. So if you have an issue in your love, you have an issue with your Got it? So here's three things you need to win in love and war. I got to give them to you real quick because I'm out of time. Take three things I need to win in love and war. Watch this. First thing you need to know is, is the Lord trains you for battle. Now, why do I need to know that the Lord trains me for battle? It's because you can live life, try, watch this, trying to avoid hits. Your neighbor lives life used to trying to avoid hits. I just don't want to be hurt. I just don't want, ooh, child, I just don't want to be hurt. I just don't want no pain. I just, I just want peace. You are crazy. He gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't mean that what you deal with is going to be peaceful. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In fact, I heard this saying, watch this, that it's, it's stormy waters that make for good sailors. Watch this. Say, he trains me for war. Uh, say, he's been training me. For what I prayed for. Yeah. Say he's been preparing me for what I prayed for. Okay. So, so, so everything in life is you're in this evolution process is training you for war. But if you don't know you're being trained for war, when war shows up, you have an issue with your love. So your faith will stop working and then you get stuck. This is why you have people that are so fired up for God. So fired up for church. And then a few weeks later, I just, I don't know. But you don't know. What happened to you? I'll tell you what happened to you is you had a moment of spiritual schizophrenia like Peter. And here's the deal. Don't beat yourself up for it. If Peter did it and God could still use him, that gives me hope. Because when we do it, God can still use us. I dare somebody to just take five seconds to go crazy for the fact that God can still use you, even though you didn't have some Peter moments. Yeah, I dare you to just go wild for about five seconds that God still wants you even though you had some Peter moments. He didn't throw in the towel on you. He didn't give up on you even when you had some Peter moments. Here it is. So I've been training for war, for battle. So here's the principle. You never waste a crisis. You never waste a fight. <laughs> win or learn. That's what it is. Win or learn. Say win or learn. Say, win or learn. Even when it comes to people, sometimes you'll be like, I can't believe I've missed that that person was a liar. Well, catch the next one. But don't walk around, watch this, trying to watch this, withhold love because you want to be in control. So then your faith doesn't work because you're playing not to get hit. And this is football. You're going to get hit. You're even going to get sacked sometimes. Sometimes they're going to steal the ball. Sometimes you're going to steal the ball. Sometimes you're going to fumble the ball. Sometimes it's going to be so cold, you're just going to drop the ball because you say it's too cold to be out here playing football in the first place. I remember for that year I played. <laughs> for that year I played. Uh, <laughs> it was cold one time. I just said, listen, I, the ball is over there. Y'all go get it. I'm going to go back to the bus. This, this is just too much. I, I, did, I did not. I, did. I had a fundamental problem with that. that so I'm just going to suit up so you come hit me. But I learned a lesson. That's life. 
And here's what's your neighbor. I'm just playing. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. I just stay over here and stand in my corner because I don't want to be hurt. I just, I just, I just don't do it. I just don't want to be hurt. I just don't want to be hurt. That's why you keep getting hurt. Okay? Because you don't understand you're trained for battle. Say, I'm trained for battle. Number two, your enemies are fuel. Numbers 14 and 6. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephna, who were among those who espied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. This means it's a good land. Verse 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our what? Bread. Say they are what? Bread. Their protection is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Anything you are facing, God no longer protects it. Come on, church. Whatever you are facing that's coming against you, God no longer protects it. You're not hearing me. I don't care who's trying to come against you, who's trying to run you down, who's trying to get you, who's trying to block you. I'm here to announce to you tonight, God says, I no longer protect them. I took the shields off, which means all you need is one, one, ah, one good hit, and you got this. He said, their protection is departed from them, and the Lord is with who? Us. Say, the Lord is with us. Say, he is with me. Say your name. Say, the Lord is with you. Now, here's what bread means. He says, for they are bread. Bread, in the Hebrew language of our Old Testament, means showbread. Eat, food, fruit, loaf, meat, victuals, bread, or grain, or making bread. You missed it. Joshua and them said, they are our, watch it. They are showbread. See, you keep talking about, and I'm, I'm setting you up for the next series. You keep talking about, I'm more than a conqueror, and I, I'm a this, and I'm a winner, and I'm victorious in Jesus, brother, and I'm the head, not the tail, and I'm all that. Not understanding, watch this. If you got all that, you got to have some showpieces. Let me tell you what that divorce was, showbread. Let me tell you what that bankruptcy was, showbread. Y'all not saying nothing. Let me tell you what being laid off was, showbread. Y'all not saying nothing. You do know what showbread is for. It's to say, look at what I got. Y'all not saying nothing. You do know beating depression was showbread. You do know overcoming rejection was showbread. You do know overcoming abandonment. You do know that is showbread. He's got to have some show. Doesn't mean I got a lot to show. If you knew the hell your neighbor had been through, if you knew the obstacles your neighbor had to overcome, your neighbor has a lot of showbread. You don't get stronger by avoiding battles. You get stronger by winning them. And your nourishment comes from eating your enemy. That's why Psalm 23 and 5 says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Question, what's for dinner? I said, question, church, what's for dinner? I said, what's for dinner? Now, now, uh, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> What's for dinner? Psalm 20. Okay. You're okay. What's for dinner? I like that. What's for dinner, church? Somebody call your mom and man, what you gonna eat tonight? Ain't <laughs> anyway. well, it, man. Any man is a southern colloquialism means, isn't it good fellow? We just get there quicker. Watch this. Now, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What's the table for? Watch this. You, you, you prepare the table. You set the table. Mm-hmm. 
but I can't do it until there's an enemy. An enemy is anything that opposes forward progress. Watch what your enemy is. Watch what it is. Because immediately when I said enemies, you started thinking about people. Watch what your enemy is. Where do we start? Faith works by love. So what's the enemy to get you out of love with what? God, people, and yourself. So what's the enemy? Your emotions. I wish y'all would be a better church than that. What's the enemy to get you offended with a person? What's the enemy to get you to doubt that God loves you? What's the enemy to have you having issues with yourself so you don't even want to be around you, which is why you always got to be on the phone. That's why you always got to be calling somebody, always texting somebody because you can't stand you. But tonight, I speak it in your life that whatever's been messed up in your love for God and your love for people and your love for stuff, that ends tonight. Somebody holler, it ends right now. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my emotions. In the presence of somebody trying to run me down. In the presence of somebody always starting something. Starting something. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Enemies is the Hebrew word tasar. Or my note takers, T-S-A-R-A-R. Here's what it means, adversary. Here's what it means. Listen to this. Listen to this, Linda. I got to quit. I'm out of time. I got more message, but I'm out of time. But no, I ain't taking my time. Nope. Thank you, though. I'm going to be finna wrap this up. I'll get you the other point some other time. See you Sunday. You prepare a table before me, verse, in the presence of my enemies. Say enemies. Say enemies. That means to saw in the Greek, which means adversary. Here's what it means, church, to watch this. How do you know that it's talking about getting me out of a love walk? Because it means to be in affliction. To besiege. To bind up. To be in distress. To be in a narrow or tight place. You prepare a table before me in stress. In affliction. When I'm bound up. When I'm in a narrow or tight place. That's where you prepare a table for me. Your neighbor's problem is they've been sitting at the table and they ain't been eating. Because they're waiting on the stress to leave. They're waiting on the emotions to change, not realizing, oh, 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 I'm tripping. Time to eat. Let me get my good harvest water bottle. Available in the bookstore and cafe at your local campus. Ah, That's harvest water in there. Available in your local bookstore and cafe. Not available online. Lost surprise last Watch this. Say love and war. It's time to eat, church. You keep saying, as soon as I get through this, I'm almost out of this. Touch your name and say, eat now. Bishop, how do I do that? I'm out of time. See you on Sunday. Father, thank you for your word. We bless you for your word. 
We thank you that we learned tonight that whenever we are facing warfare, it is designed to mess with our love because if it messes with our love, it'll stop our faith in war. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.